imagine if we were more obedient, if we took God at His word? There is a reason to believe God. There is a reason to our faith. You could be poor in the eyes of man and yet rich in the eyes of God. Joy and satisfaction comes by knowing your purpose in life. Hey friends, welcome back to Kingdom Insight. This is Dr. Kazumba Charles. We've been looking at the powerful things that God wants you to know. Uh, it's important to know certain things uh, so that you can be all that God has called you, uh, especially uh, when you know what you know that God has given you and you act on it. It becomes very easy to navigate through life and to become what God has called you to be. Because you got to understand there is a lot of challenges and storms that comes in our lives that will stop that which God wants you and I to do. And I want to share these uh, uh, powerful things that God wants you to know so that you can advance his kingdom and rise up and be all that God wants you to be, to be a blessing both in your local church as well as in your community. You know, what is the reason for us to just have uh, the power of God, to know the word of God, to have the spirit of God and lock ourselves in a local church and we don't go and function in the community? You know, when Jesus was telling his disciples to say you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. He was saying you will receive power. Why? Because I want you to be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in Judea and in Samaria. That is the reason. What is the point of you have you know knowing a lot about the word of God and yet you can let the word of God you know uh, empower you to uplift someone else to bring his to bring deliverance, to bring, you know, an uplifting spirit to other people. That's what I want to share with you here. You can rise up and be what God has called you to be. You can be all that God has designed you to be if you understand these things I've been sharing about, the powerful things that God wants you to know. Number 12 is uh, your testimony. God wants you to know that your testimony is powerful. And it can help you have courage in the face of adversity because it reminds you of the miraculous deeds of God and his matchless strength and power. You know, when you have a testimony in life, you, you begin to understand, first of all, that the same God who protected me then, he's still with me and he's going to protect me now. The same God that orchard over me then, he's going to orch over me now and lead me to where he wants me to go. I want to read Revelation chapter 12 verse 1. Here's what it says. And they have conquered him who the devil. How do you conquer the devil? By the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. What kind of testimony? This is not just a testimony, you know, these testimony or something. This is a testimony about the resurrected Messiah, the resurrected Jesus, the powerful Jesus. When you begin to testify how powerful Jesus is, you begin to testify how powerful his abilities and uh, uh, he are, you begin to 
stand your ground. Many people don't have testimonies. They have uh, testimonies. They are mourning all the time, crying about what has happened in their lives, crying about everything. I'm not saying we can't say all those things, but you've got to understand, after you have testimonied, you have cried. You've got to remember the testimony of the resurrected Messiah, the power of Jesus Christ to get you out of the mess and give you that mess as your message to share to the whole world about the power of Jesus Christ. Number 13 point I want to share with you that God wants you to know. Here it is. When you know you are going through the challenges, God wants you to know that when you are going through the challenges of life, don't see yourself as a victim or a failure. See yourself as God sees you, a victor. It's very easy when the going gets tough to begin to see yourself as a failure, to begin to see yourself as a victim. You know, things will come your way, but you begin to see yourself as a, as a victim. That's not what God wants you to do, and that's not what God wants you to know. He wants you to know that when you're going through the toughest season of your life, when you're going through the most difficult season, of your life see yourself as a victor you know the mentality of uh, of a champion is that even when he knows he's losing he stands his ground he fights and he fights until the other guy gives up I want you to know as a fighter we are in a spiritual battle we got to fight and as a fighter have the mentality of I don't quit until you kill me devil I will not quit until you totally kill me and the Bible says that the enemy cannot kill what is spiritual. That gives me the confidence right there. Uh, until you take me out, I will not quit proclaiming the gospel, the good news of the kingdom of God. I will not stop taking the gospel to the nations, sharing the word of God, or standing or glorifying or worshiping God. I will not stop. Why? I have a testimony. I have a testimony. Look at uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 5, 15, verse 57. 1557. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. You are in a battle, you are fighting, or the enemy is fighting you. You got to stand still and say, Thank God for Jesus Christ who gives us the victory. Look at Romans chapter 8, verse 37. No. In all these things, we are more than victorious through him who loved us. We are more than victorious through Jesus Christ. When you're going through the toughest moment of your life, guess where you're supposed to be? You're supposed to be in Christ. You're supposed to be with Christ. You're supposed to be in fellowship with Jesus Christ. Through Jesus Christ, we have our victory. First uh, John chapter 5, verse 4. Here's what it says. Because everyone born of God overcomes the world. Everyone born of God. Uh, it doesn't say just know about God. Born of God overcomes uh, the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world. Even our faith. You know, when you are born of God, your faith 
in God. Just like my little kids. Uh, they are born from me, the Father. And when, when we're going somewhere, they have the faith in me to say, Daddy, he's there, he's going to do this, or he's going to protect me. They have the comfortability to know Daddy's around. Why should I be afraid? If you are born of God, born of the Spirit of God, why are you afraid? If, when you know your daddy is there, when you know your daddy can defend you, when you know God, the greatest daddy ever, can defend you, can ouch over you, can quench the mouth of those who falsely accuse you, you got to stand your ground. Stand your ground. Stand on the word of God. Number 14th point that I want you to know and that God wants you to know so that you can advance the kingdom of God is uh, God, he is with you as you do his will. As long as you, your passion, your desire is not to elevate yourself, is not to elevate your own agenda, is not to preach your own ideas, is not to share your own ideas, and your attitude is to share the good news of the kingdom of God. Guess what? God, he's with you, and he will be with you, and he will protect you. So why fear man? If you know God is with you, why fear Satan? If you know God is with you, who can be against you? You know, the, 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 I know it is difficult for us to comprehend the power of God, the power when we believe, the power when you put our faith in God. Let me take you to Romans 8 verse 31. What then can we say about all of this? If God is with us, or if God is for us, who can be against us? I'm a testimony of that. I'm a testimony of when God is with you. When God is with you, and when God is by your side, and you know your agenda is to propagate the gospel of the kingdom of God, you got no fear in you. Why? If you fear God, there is nothing else to fear. Yes, we own and respect man, but we are not to fear no man. If you fear God, there's nothing for you to fear. If you're living within the boundary of the, 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 where God, the realm of God, you got nothing to fear. So here, God wants you to know. He wants you to know that he is with you as you do his will. Number 15, here's the point. No one is stopping you. you God wants you to know. Because the people complain to say, I want to be this, I want to do this, and then they can't do that. Look, God, he's not stopping you. And here God wants you to know, he, no one is stopping you from becoming what God himself created you to be. And no one but yourself is stopping yourself from using your gift. Because here is God, how can he give you the gift? How can he give you the abilities and then stop you from using it? That, that is crazy. How can God give you the gift? How can God give you the anointing and then stop you from using it? That's why I say this. Why can God just give the gifts and then lock them up in a building? It is useless. Why would God give such a revelation to doctors around the world and then just say, no, doctors, you are not going to be in hospitals, stay at home. 
God is not like that. God has given you the abilities. God has given you the gift so that you can use it. You can use it. And if you're not using your gift, and if you're not rising up and do what God has called you, no one is stopping you. Stop blaming nobody. Stop blaming anybody. You, nobody owns you. You belong to Jesus Christ. If you say, oh, they stopped me, come on, the world is so big. If they reject you in one city, that's what Jesus said. If they reject you in one city, hey, there's another city behind. Go there, shake the ground, and do what? Go proclaim the gospel. The world is too big. Don't, don't, don't allow the enemy to stop that which God wants you to do. Romans chapter 8, verse 34 to 35, here's what he says. Who is there to condemn us? For Christ Jesus who died and more than that was raised to life is at the right hand of God and he is interceding for us. Who shall separate us from the love of God? Shall trouble or distress or persecution or feminine or nakedness or danger or sword? Come on, if distress or persecution or fame or, or, or lack or lack of money stop you from proclaiming the gospel, then I wonder who called you. He did not call you then. Because if he has called you, you stand, you stand the, test of, you know, the, the, the test of time. You're going to stand your ground. Why? Because you know that you know that which God has put in you must function outside the world. Isaiah 43 verse 13. I am God also from ancient days. I am the one and there is no one who can deliver out of my hand. When I act, who can reverse it? Here's what, what he's saying. If God has given you that gift, it's in his hand. Who can reverse it? Who can take it away from him? Nobody. So the devil cannot kill you when you if you step out who is stopping you from proclaiming the gospel who is stopping you from living out the life that God has given you nothing no one but yourself number 16 God wants you to know how to connect to his power this is very important you know, uh, you can never ever understand that you got strength and the abilities if you don't stand on the word of God. And God wants you to know uh, that you need to stand on his word. Why? Because without his power, we are nothing and we can do nothing. Without connecting to God, we are nothing. We are nobodies. You can know the word of God. You can quote the scriptures back and forth. You can do, say what, but if you are not connected to the power of God, if you don't have the fellowship with God, it becomes a very difficult, uh, difficult season, difficult life, difficult you know, uh, situation for you. Why? Because God, the defender of the faithful, is not with you. Look at Matthew Chapter 17, verse 19 to 20. Afterward, the disciples came to Jesus. This is a very interesting passage, and I love it. The disciples, first of all, let me give you the context of this. The disciples had tried to cast out a demon, but they failed miserably. But remember this, they walked with Jesus. They talked to Jesus. They touched him. You and I, we just hear about Jesus. These are guys who rubbed shoulders with the master, the one of the most powerful, powerful men of God uh, ever walked to the earth. But they failed 
to do what? To cast out the devil. And they were ashamed. So when they, the, when they sat with Jesus privately, they began to ask him questions. Uh, uh, Matthew 17, 19 to 20, what do they say? Uh, they, it says, uh, why couldn't we drive out, drive it out or drive out the demon? Jesus answered them quickly and he says, because you have so little faith. <laughs> That's just a jab. Because you have little faith. But look at this. He answered, for truly I tell you, if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move. Nothing will be what? Nothing will be impossible for you. Why? Your faith in God connects you to the power of the Holy Spirit, and when you are connected to the power of the Holy Spirit, you can stand the test of time, you can stand every opposition, and do what? And excel. Why? You are not standing in your own wisdom. The Bible says this, Trust the wisdom of God, not your own, not your own. Depend not on your own understanding or wisdom or ideas or that which you have heard. Trust the wisdom of God. Trust the word of God and stand in on the word of God and you will see what you can do with God. Point number 17, powerful things that God wants you to know so that you can function in the power of the almighty God. He says this, God wants you to know, hold on to the word of God. Hold on to the word of God because it is through the word of God and sound doctrine that we can revive our faith in God and connect to his power. We can only connect to the power of God. We can only connect to, to the abilities of God by doing what? By only standing in faith with God. Philippians chapter 2 verse 16. It says this, hold firmly to the word of life. Then, then on the day of, the, of, of Christ's return, I will be proud that I did not run the race in vain and that my works was not uh, useless. Look, what makes our work not useless is by standing on the word of God. What makes us finish the, the race is by standing on the word of God, not on our educational religious background, not on our you know, understanding of the word of God, but by standing and doing what the word of God says. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 17 says this, for the word of God is alive and active and sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. Stand on the word of God. Hold on to the word of God. Knowing how to connect to the power of God during the most difficult time of your life is very critical. Why? Because being just religious... Religious, go shout, jump, roll on the carpet in the church and, and uh, go home just the same, won't save you. The, 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 the Pharisees were like that. They knew everything they could know about the word of God, but that could not save us. That, that could not save them. Why? Because being religious alone cannot help you in the most difficult time of your life. You need what I call action faith and put the word of God into action. We connect our heart, our soul, mind, and spirit, and body to God and to his power through fellowship. 
with God through prayer, through worship, through praise, and through testimony of who he is. John chapter 15 verse 5, I am the vine, you are the branches. The one who abides in me, while I abide in him, produces much fruit. Because apart from me, you can do nothing. We are nothing without God. We are nothing without the presence of God. So you got to understand that. We need to connect back to the word of God. Number 18 point. Things, powerful things that God wants you to know. When you are facing the storm of your life, don't panic. God wants you to know that. When you are facing the test of the, the, the test the testing times, when you are facing challenges, when you are facing difficult moments, don't panic. Stay calm and trust God. When you are in a storm, remember God's plans for your life and what his word says concerning you and all his promises to you. And let that be the anchor of your faith. You know, when I'm going through difficult times, when I'm going through difficult challenges, here's what I do. I remember what Jesus did for my life. I remember the one who called me. I remember what, how he has changed me, how he has transformed my life, how he continues to, to, to abide in me as I abide in him. It brings excitement. It brings a, such, a, such, a, such a purity in our spirit, understanding my God is with me and he's not going to let me down. Jeremiah 29 verse 11 to 12. For I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans for your welfare, not for calamity. To give you a future and a hope. Then you will call upon me and come and pray to me and I will listen to you. Look, you remember the plan that God has for you. You remember what God has said to you. Here is number 19 point. Powerful things that God wants you to know. He wants you to know that you can do all things with God. Yes, you can do all things with God. If people have said you are powerless, if people have said, said you are useless, you know, at one time somebody told, told me when I was young that you are useless. But I came to discover that useless in the kingdom of God simply means uh, using less of what God has given you. God has given you the power. God has given you the ability. God has given you the anointing. He has given you his word. If you are not using it, then you are useless. You got to understand that point. You are not useless if you use the word of God. Know who you are in God and what you can do in him and through him. Because with God, when you are facing challenges, you can always excel. Philippians chapter 4 verse 12 to 13. Know how to live humbly and I know how to abound. I am accustomed to any and every situation, to being filled and to being hungry and to having plenty and having need. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. You know, when you read that scripture, it's very interesting because uh, we don't look at that. We just look, I can do all things through Christ who, who strengthens me. No, Paul is saying, hey, I, I, can, I can live without. I can live without. I can live in problems. I can live in goodness. Why? Because I can do all these things through the power of Christ who strengthens me. You see, meaning in the storms of, the li of, your, of your life, guess what? You can do all things. You can do all those things. You can withstand the tactics of the enemy. Why? Through Christ who strengthens you. 
Point number 20, things that God wants you to know so that you can advance his kingdom and rise up and be all God has called you. Your identity is not in man. Your identity is not in man. Your identity is in Christ. God wants you to know. Your identity is not in any man. Your identity is not in any preacher. Your identity is not in any congregation. Your identity is in God. We are having a problem in the world such that people are being paralyzed by, 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 by who they listen to. Look, your identity is straight from the word of God with God, in God, and with God is your identity. We make a grave mistake trying to find our identity through people or through our careers or titles or gifts. Our identity cannot be found in any of those things. Our identity can only be found in God, our creator. John chapter 1 verse 12, it says this, But as many as received him, to them he gave the power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. Oh, he gave them power to become the sons of God. I am a child of God. I am a son of Jesus Christ. I am a son of the most powerful God. I'm a son of Jesus, the mighty warrior. Oh, that gives me the identity and it gives me the fire to continue moving on in life. Here is our 21st point of things that God wants you to know. Know who you are in God. Who are you? Who are you? When you know who you are in God, you won't compromise the calling of God that is in your life. You won't seek man's approval or, get, or, or do things to gain wealth or popularity. Mark 8, 35 to 36, For whoever wants to save his life will lose it, but whoever loves his life for my sake and for the gospel will save it. What does it profit a man to gain the whole world, yet for fate is so? Or what can a man give in exchange for his soul? Look, many people are running for these prosperity, for these riches. I, there is no problem with that. The Bible, actually, God wants to prosper us. But that is not your identity. That is not your identity. Wealth is not our identity. My identity is in Christ. I know who I am in God. And I know what he, I can do through his power. If I'm rich, praise God, I'm going to use it to advance the kingdom of God. If I'm poor, I'm going to seek him so that he can make me rich. But riches and wealth or money is not my identity. My identity is in Christ, the greater I am. That's why, you know, people are being consumed by pursuing and making a religion out of money. Now they worship money. They worship paganism. They worship fame. They worship all these things. Those things will crush you. God wants you to realize that in Him, you have the power. You have the ability. You can do all things. Whatever man has spoken into your life that you can't be, I declare in the name of Jesus Christ that you will be what God says you are. We destroy every lies that the enemy has done and has spoken into your life. We break those loose in Jesus' name and we declare you shall rise up and do what God wants you to do. We shall continue with this segment, our third one, so that you know things that God wants you to know in order for you to rise up and advance his kingdom full of power, full of compassion, full of love, and full of dedication and passion to the word of God. 
May the Lord bless you and may the Lord keep you. And thank you for watching this program. Come on, we want to hear from you. Write to us live at kazumbachars.com. God bless you. Until then, shalom. Hello, friends around the world. Thank you uh, for all your support, your prayers. This is uh, Dr. Kazumba Charles and my wife, Glory Kazumba. Uh, we have purposed in our heart to be a blessing to many people. We have the books that we want to send to you and to your household. We want to send to you the weapon of forgiveness, uh, revisiting the foundation, and uh, the parables of the kingdom of God. Write to us, live at kazumbachows.com and live at kazumbachows.com if you have uh, any prayer requests glory and i will be able and will be glad to pray for you and to pray with you and to believe god to do the miraculous in your life please write to us and we want to send you those materials just say hello to the people hello people glorious shalom bye-bye